Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P, freaking Rochester, also on Apple freaking Podcast, freaking Spotify, and freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Zamman Vargas, and then bringing up the rear, we have freaking Tadia freaking Rishers, weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel... Start your freaking engines. This is our week in freaking review. <sighs> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke. And I find myself planning a journey, a great voyage across this great ocean. By of the Atlantic, Uyghurs and Tweakers. And on this journey, I am to set forth. I will be entering a very strange, unknown land. A land of great, incredible beasts that walk tall across a barren wasteland. I will discover many great hardships, Uyghurs and Tweakers. And... I either shall triumph or I shall perish. This journey that I am to go on is a calling for me, something I must do and I must do now. It is for love, Weakers and Tweakers, that I take this journey, a great journey across a great ocean to save a great man, name him Matir. Matir is the cousin of Doug Jordan's former co-host from his show, Doug Knows Best, Sunjay. And Matir and I have a great, long-lasting friendship. And this friendship is at a breaking point because Matir is at a breaking point. And the breaking point is that he might be very ill and need my help and assistance to hold a cold towel to his head, Uyghurs and Tweakers. To feed him soup from a spoon. To help him play with himself, goddammit, if he needs to. I don't know what else I can do, but I will be there by his side because I have made an oath to him to be his great guardian angel. I, um, I definitely don't think you should help him freaking play with himself. No. I don't. I don't think that you should go to freaking India to freaking visit with the fellow. But if for some reason you end up freaking doing it, I think go ahead, freaking feed him all the damn soup he freaking wants. But I do not think that you should. I mean, unless I mean, you know what? Never. You know, if it's if 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 he needs freaking help playing with himself and he wants you to freaking help him play with himself, I guess you should freaking help him freaking play with himself. But you should make freaking sure that he he's interested in that. Here is the thing. And it is very important for me to make mention of this. I have seen a movie, a great film, called The English Peasant. And The English Peasant, he's a peasant and he's English. And he's very, very ill in the movie. And he's burned. He is a, he's burned up to a crisp, basically. You know, some sort of plane crash. I don't remember, but there is a scene where... The person he is telling the story to, this great tale, has to help him play with himself because he can't do it. 
This is the final tale, and if Matir needs me to help him play with himself while he tells me the final tale of his life, I will be there with bells on and gloves and Losin, I guess. I don't know. I am so confused. The emotions that are running through my head are vast and unending. So... I just think I just think that if you're gonna freaking have him freaking play with himself, you should at least wait until you hear the word specifically. He says, um, "Freaking Taylor, will you please help me freaking play with myself?" Yeah, and then you can whip out the freaking gloves and the freaking lotion and freaking light some freaking candles for all I freaking care and freaking play some freaking freaking beautiful freaking music. Um, some freaking saxophone freaking music. Um, well, but, I I certainly planned on saying, do you consent to helping me to letting me help you in this sticky situation yeah. that you are in? And geez, Louise down on my knees. I imagine he would say, by God, yes. Well, that's what you imagine, but I, you know what? I'm going to take my money on probably not likely. Well, I, my fear for the boy is great and vast, as I have said before. And it is a, on my mind. And I know if I don't do something, then I will forever be you know, just feel freaking terrible. I'll just forever just be, yeah. I'll never be able to get over it. This great loss. Now I do want to make mention of what I have started to do in preparation for this great journey, because Doug Jordan brought to my attention that I need a passport to leave the country and I do not have one. I never have. I never thought I would leave the country. I, this is where I was born and bred. I thought I would live and die here. And now I am to make a journey and I need a passport. So I made a phone call to freaking Marvel Givens, who is the bounty hunter, the private Snoop, the hitman, the murderer, and also the great friend of this show. Saved our life against the Octagon, who is now in a, I believe, an old folks home being taken care of because I don't quite remember, but I think Marvel Givens ripped out his eyes and his tongue. So he is much, he's basically the new English basement and he needs someone to sit by his side. Unfortunately, he is an enemy of mine and I cannot do it for him though. I might, when I get back from India, I forgot about the octagon until just now. Poor uh, fella. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe he freaking ripped out his freaking tongue. Unless that happened when he was freaking laid up in a coma. Marvel Givens went to pay him a freaking visit and freaking removed his freaking tongue so he couldn't freaking freaking go freaking squealing about the whole freaking situation. Because I said, I told, I freaking told Marvel Givens, I said, I will never freaking breathe a word of this. And he said, Good, because if you do, I will freaking cut your tongue out. And I said, uh, No freaking problem. And I said. I said, geez Louise, uh, you're not going to do a freaking pro in this freaking matter. I'm already freaking down a freaking pinky at this point in my freaking life. I can't freaking lose a freaking tongue. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing. So I called Marvel Givens. He is a master at all of these things. I said, I could use a passport, Marvel. Can you help me out? He said, no problem. So I said, is there anything I need to do? He said, no. I said, do you need me to take a picture of myself and send it to you? And he said, no, don't worry about it. I have it all taken care of. So I am waiting on this document issued by the government through the hand of Marvel Givens. I can almost guarantee that will not be issued by the government if Marvel is involved. Well, as long as it gets me to Mateer in time, because we don't have much time. That I do know. I don't know what ailment ails him, but I know that urgency and time is of the essence. Do you have enough money for plane tickets to get there? 
I've getting scrambled. Doug, Doug, Doug freaking Jordan does. Yeah. Anyway. I, I have a little savings, and I imagine Doug's wife will lend a hand if I come sobbing to her at weeping at her blouse. She will make an offer that I will not refuse. Yeah, she will she will freaking unbutton the freaking proverbial blouse and freaking expose the freaking bosoms of wealth and freaking send you on your freaking way and, and hopefully well geez please, hopefully I'll be freaking there in the freaking kitchen sitting on the freaking stool, freaking mouth of freaking gape and hopefully when you freaking leave the room, um I mean I feel like I can freaking say this because freaking Doug Jordan is freaking has gone freaking a wall today. Um, so, you know, maybe, geez, please, maybe, well, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself. Maybe, I don't know, maybe we can freaking start a freaking family of our own. I don't know. I'd... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, geez, Louise, Doug Jordan actually did make mention that he would be stopping by the show because I said he has a very important segment to do and... Jeez Louise down on my knees. He should be zapping by momentarily, but he cannot stay long. Work is all-encompassing for Doug Jordan now. Now, Tadia freaking Richard, Jeez mm. Louise down on my knees. God bless you. You're I know it. I love it. How was your week? How you doing? And how are you? And God bless you. Well, as you seem to already know, I am very freaking Uh My week, uh, I'm doing okay. My week has not been... Amazing, as the Uyghurs and Tweakers freaking know, I was uh, I was set up for a disability appointment uh, due to my COVID nineteen freaking disability. Uh, plus the fact that I walk with a freaking cane, absolutely hilarious, but uh, does cause me a great deal of discomfort and stops me from doing several jobs of which I would need to walk without the use of a cane. Um, and uh, I was all set to freaking go to my appointment this week. Um, but I had a freaking COVID flare up and I was uh, unable to make my disability meeting due to my freaking disability. So that I did mention this earlier. That is a catch 22. That is a real one. That is a, that is the kind that you read about in the novel catch 22, which is just basically a list of different catch 22s. Yeah. And it's a list of freaking 22 different ways where when you think you're going to do something and then you're not able to freaking do it. Um, it's, it's a freaking, a freaking tale as old as freaking time. Yeah. Freaking need to have a freaking, please don't I mean, you have a freaking disability, a freaking appointment and, um, and you miss it. Yep. You freaking guessed it due to your freaking disability. Catch yeah. 22. Yeah, quick, yeah. Very quick, much so. quick read. Quick, quick read. I haven't read it 20, myself, but 22 freaking bullet points. It's the quickest freaking read you'll ever read. And I don't I don't necessarily freaking recommend it because um, it's not a freaking it's not a freaking as far as freaking books are concerned or freaking literature are concerned. It's uh, quite a freaking minimalist freaking. I mean, the, the freaking passages in this freaking novel alone are just are freaking are, are freaking basically freaking bare minimum. It's not a, really a freaking book. You really can't call it a freaking book. Yeah, kind of the precursor to the chicken soup for the soul. Yeah. So. You know, I told I told the woman at the disability office all of this, everything that we're talking about right now. I told her about the 22-point book. I told her about the chicken noodle soup for the soul thing, and she basically said, there's nothing I can do for you, Mr. Richards. You're going to have to reschedule. And I said, I need money now. Yeah. But, she, but uh, and I said something that was honestly kind of regrettable. Kind of wish I hadn't said it, and she hung up the phone. Um, but so hopefully I can get back in soon and get some freaking money or maybe I, I don't know. Apparently I should just ask Mrs. Jordan. Or you could start playing with yourself on the internet again, the way that you used to on OnlyFans or whatever it was that you did and make those great hilarious porno films that you were so good at. I don't know why you ever stopped. Well, didn't really stop, but just don't talk about it too much. Gotcha. 
All right. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. That leads us to Sandy, please. Sandy, the Sandman Fargus, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, yeah. Um, geez, Louise, we're a lot of freaking questions. Um, yeah, I believe you freaking blessed me. Um, if, if a blessing was in freaking order, I would love to um, freaking accept that freaking blessing and um, put a blessing unto you as well. And, and then one unto well, freaking, well, all of us, quite freaking frankly. Um, I believe you asked if I was freaking the answer is freaking yes, as a freaking Dickens. Um, I'm, man, I've been freaking drinking, drinking, Jesus, we've been freaking drinking quite a bit as well. I'm a little bit freaking drunk. Um, Jesus, I'm actually, well, Jesus, I actually just knows I'm actually quite freaking drunk. Um, Jesus, um, anything, anything else? Man, uh, how was your week? Oh, uh, yeah, um, it was fairly freaking uneventful. Um, um, oh, I, I guess I, I should freaking make mention of, um, the, the first freaking um, um, a non freaking crozy freaking night um, went uh, well. I'm Jesus, I almost freaking said went off without a hitch, but that is not the freaking case. It actually went off with quite a few freaking hitches. Um, the fellow who comes in for freaking crozy night every single week um, was freaking very upset when he showed up with his freaking spoons, and um, we told him we actually would not be playing freaking any freaking crozy because um, I was actually doing a freaking Aerosmith freaking night. Um, and I, you know, for weeks and figures, if you're freaking wondering, I played freaking dude looks like a lady about freaking five, six, seven, eight times. Um, so um, for everybody else there, um, it was a freaking great time, though it was really just uh, me and Taylor and Doug Jordan was cooking. Larry Brown was freaking serving out freaking mudslides, and um, I, I believe his name is freaking Archibald, but I just call him freaking Spoons. Um, he, and he freaking threw a freaking frit, and wouldn't you know it, he freaking threw his, one of his freaking spoons into the freaking, into the freaking kitchen and freaking smacked freaking Doug Jordan in the freaking eye. Um, so um, he was freaking asked to not return until he can freaking appreciate uh, the new freaking direction. Um, and, um, and 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 he and he made a, uh, quite a freaking uh, quite a freaking worrisome and troublesome freaking um, uh, assertion as he was freaking uh, asked to leave the freaking building. Um, I believe, and I was a little, I was pretty freaking drunk at this point, but I believe, and also music was quite loud. I was freaking playing, freaking doodle like a lady at the moment. Um, I believe he mentioned that he, he put a, I believe what happened was he freaking put a freaking curse on the whole freaking restaurant. And, um, and boy, oh boy, I, I told her I, I couldn't freaking, I couldn't freaking give a shit. Um, but Doug Jordan freaking weeping over his freaking, um, freaking black eye, um, was, was very freaking, was very freaking worried about this. Yeah. And... You know, here's the thing. When a man with not as many teeth as a man, adult man should have in his mouth becomes upset and starts yelling, a fair amount of spit starts flying and words become garbled. And it, I did hear some sort of hex come out of his mouth, but I'm not sure who he was directing it at if it wasn't the whole restaurant it might have been just you i might have been i couldn't even understand it yeah um yeah it, it, it's quite possible that it, it was freaking directed at me um though i've heard him get freaking excited before and it, he does tend to freaking speak in tongues when he gets freaking uh, liquored up and all excited um but i i could not freaking tell whether or not it'd be towards me or towards the freaking establishment because you know me, you know i'm just there freaking playing the freaking i'm just there freaking spinning the freaking the freaking the freaking wax freaking i'm just i'm just the one freaking playing the freaking music yeah. i wasn't the one who freaking made the decision to freaking destroy freaking girls night yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I enjoyed it just as much as anybody else. I mean, not quite as much as freaking spoons over there, but I did freaking enjoy freaking crazy freaking night. 
Well, let's just hope that it was directed at the restaurant and not you, because honestly, I don't know how much of a hex will make that place suck even more than it does already. It's kind of a mess. Yeah, but it is my place of business, and I am very proud to be working there, and I tell Doug Jordan that regularly. I say I am very proud to be throwing out the slosh, the mush, the gush that you goo to customers to eat. And when it returns, I'm very proud to throw it out as part and wash it clean, make it look as though it never had happened. And thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. And I always say that to him because Doug Jordan, of course, is the 49% owner of the freaking, yep, you guessed it, Ortego Grill. So. Yeah. Yeah. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We've got a great freaking show for you full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call and join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us what we're doing right. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, British pop singer Adele postponed her upcoming Las Vegas residency after a tumultuous rehearsal schedule left her, quote, gutted, according to The Guardian and page six. In a FaceTime video, Adele tearfully apologized to fans who had already purchased tickets for the performance. The 33-year-old singer claimed that the rigorous production schedule could not be met due to delivery delays and a COVID-19 outbreak that sidelined over half of the crew members. The sources close to Adele said that the string of shows were destined for, quote, disaster due to, quote, explosive arguments between the singer and fame set designer Esmeralda Devlin. Quote, there was no real clarity around what Adele wanted for the show because of the endless changes being made to the production. It seemed that while she has always preferred a stripped-back performance, she was under some pressure to come up with a huge extravaganza. So there was a constant ricochet between those two versions of what the show should be, and it did cause some quite explosive arguments, the source said. No time frame has been given for the show's opening. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. Sandy the Sandman Farkas, I have a question specifically for you because I know this is a subject you know much about. What is the set designer Esmeralda Devlin, Esmeralda Devlin, aesthetically known for? What is she known for? What does what she do look like, if I make myself clear? Um, you could not have possibly made yourself any less freaking clear. I have no idea what you just freaking asked me. So, in terms of her work, her body of work as a set designer, what is it that she is known for? What does she make things look like? Well, I understand now. Um, all you have to do is freaking say it like a freaking, a freaking shred of freaking normalcy. Um, the, um, as, well, okay, and I'm and I'm glad that you freaking asked me because I, I I'm a freaking huge freaking Esmeralda freaking Devlin uh, freaking fan, um, and what 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 she's known for freaking energetically would be um well to, to put it freaking bluntly freaking just freaking pageantry, um she she is all about freaking uh, the, the the pageantry and 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 the freaking and the freaking mysticism, um of freaking uh, music and she puts that in her in her freaking aesthetic, um this is and this is freaking mind you this is in freaking Las Vegas so. Uh, 
obviously the first thing that comes to mind is probably the obvious one, Regan Freaking Roy. Um, Regan Seguin, we're talking about Regan Seguin, Regan Sparkly, Regan Vests, and Regan, um, and please don't remember me, and Regan, and it, basically this is a Regan, this is a freaking pageant of Regan, well, Regan Incredible Beasts. Um, you could expect to see Regan Adele riding on the back of a Regan Leopard, um, or a Regan Snow Regan Leopard. Um, and being freaking, um, uh, I'm fanned with giant freaking, uh, well, peacock freaking feathers. Um, it, and, and this is a damn shame that, that freaking, um, big fat freaking Adele, um, well, freaking can't freaking do the freaking show that, that, because, um, it is doing a freaking disservice to freaking Esmeralda Devlin's freaking vision. And yeah. I heard a rumor that they have been breeding, they have been breeding specifically, the white tiger specifically so big giant white tiger so yeah. that it could be big enough to support Adele upon upon top of it with yeah. a with a saddle yeah but the real freaking issue freaking lies with these some the, this is a huge freaking issue and this is and this a lot of the blame falls on freaking Esmeralda Devlin for this one they were trying to freaking be breed these freaking snow leopards but they had a freaking brother and sister that they were freaking that they were freaking well make them that they were having sex with each other so all of a sudden they got all these freaking goofy looking freaking tigers coming out freaking popping out left and freaking right can't freaking do anything freaking can barely they definitely can't freaking support freaking Adele um uh but and they can't really I mean they can't freaking move right they can't freaking keep their freaking tongues in their mouths uh, these are the these are the ugliest looking freaking snow leopards, and well, it recently came out that they might they may all have to be freaking euthanized, um, which is which is not freaking great because this is a freaking because um, I believe last time I freaking checked this is a freaking very freaking endangered freaking species. Um, but they but they've said there is no freaking they said there is no freaking use for these freaking tigers, and we cannot freaking release them into the wild, and we don't even really know if we can release them into captivity because we don't think because we think this could be freaking disastrous for everyone. Well, see the problem is once. An animal has a taste for sexual intercourse with uh, one of its siblings, its litter mates, its family members. There's really no way to break it because it's an animal. You can't slap it on the wrist, tell it no, especially because it's a leopard or a tiger. It doesn't matter what kind of thing. It's a big cat. Yeah. And yeah. Big, the, ugly freaking cat. These things are freaking grotesque. Cross-eyed, and most of them are blind and deaf. And no, they're, they're, they're actually, they're all freaking blind and they're all freaking deaf and they're freaking, and they're quite freaking googly eyed too. These things, I mean, they're not just freaking cross eyed. These things are going every freaking really, which freaking way. They, these things, these freaking balls, these eyeballs freaking can't freaking sit still. Yeah. And they don't have, they don't have the normal teeth and fangs that tigers do. They just have like flat human teeth. Yeah. 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 It's unusual. Well, because there's a freaking little bit of a freaking controversy that maybe one of the freaking trainers got in there and got in the mix as well. So um, we're all we're all they're all everyone's been pretty freaking concerned and 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 in one sense I'm glad that freaking uh, you know uh, Adele said look maybe we can't freaking do this because there's clearly something going on behind the freaking scenes here um, that that is, that we're not freaking proud of. But at the end, on the other hand, freaking Esmeralda Devlin is not freaking putting on her freaking the freaking pageant that she should. Yeah, yeah. and I completely agree, and I completely. completely Completely agree. Yeah. So, last week, a Russian YouTube personality was recognized by Guinness World Records as the inventor of the world's first retractable lightsaber, according to UPI. Alex Birkin unveiled the Star Wars inspired invention in his popular YouTube channel, Alex Lab Channel. The quote lightsaber produces a three foot blade of plasma that exceeds 5,000 degrees. According to reports, the lightsaber can cut through steel. 
Quote, the key component of my lightsaber is an electrolyzer. An electrolyzer is a device that can generate a huge amount of hydrogen and oxygen and compress the gas to any pressure without a mechanical compressor, Burkan said. According to the YouTuber, Burkan's invention took hundreds of hours of experimentation. Quote, this is the first prototype, so it has lots of limitations. It works only for 30 seconds on full power. The hydrogen torch is not as stable as it could be, and you can easily see it when it moves. Sometimes the lightsaber just blows up in your hand because of hydrogen flashback, he said. So, geez Louise, down my knees, now we got lightsabers. And this is a game changer. And this is going to change everything. This, mm-hmm. I mean, if you could count on one hand, you have Henry Ford's great invention of the Ford Motor Oil. Then you have the washing machine and the spinning Jenny in concert. And now the lightsaber and the iPhone before that one. And now the lightsaber. Everything's going to change. The, the freaking Nintendo Wii was a big one, too, because you could move because you were in the freaking game because you could play. You'd be in the freaking room playing freaking tennis. And it was also happening on the freaking TV. Right. It was a huge one. That's a good point. That's it was a freaking game changer. Quite honestly, it gave a freaking gave the term, term freaking game changer a whole new freaking meaning. Now, why when they released the Nintendo Week, did the remote not become a lightsaber? And then you could you could hit and then you could you could kill Maze. Yeah. Then you'd be able to kill Maze Windu. Yeah, um, yeah. For Wiggers and Tweakers who aren't freaking familiar, um, freaking Maze Windu is the freaking villain of the freaking early freaking. Um, of the early freaking Star Wars films, um, he's played by freaking Samuel freaking Jackson. Um, he is he is the freaking worst freaking Jedi in the whole freaking galaxy. Um, and and all in the earlier freaking films are all about you know who is freaking finally gonna freaking kill freaking Mace freaking Windu. Um, and if you and the Nintendo Wii definitely freaking presented freaking uh, freaking people with their opportunity um, to freaking finally freaking plug in freaking Star Wars game and freaking be the one you can finally be the one to freaking kill freaking Mace freaking Windu. And yeah, and and now you now that they have a real lightsaber, what's gonna stop people from becoming real Jedi's? Um, I guess freaking magic. Because well, I guess freaking magic. Um, yeah, the, freaking, the space wizard aspect of it, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Tell me. Yeah, the being able to move things with your freaking with your freaking magic powers, I guess, would probably be the big one. Yeah, but he could do that. He could do that in freaking phenomenon. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a that's a, geez, Louise, that's a freaking good point. Um, though, though, I, you know, and now that I'm freaking thinking about it, that, actually doesn't. That's not a freaking point at all. That's a not different freaking film. Yeah, um, it's an entirely film. different thing. Yeah, yeah and a film nonetheless. So, yeah, starring it is starring geez, Louise. What's his name, Sandy? Uh, freaking John freaking Travolta, um, and he is freaking hilarious in that movie. The funniest part, freaking spoiler, is the end when he freaking finally dies. Um, sorry for anyone who hasn't freaking seen it. Uh, freaking phenomenon uh, was starring freaking John Travolta, and at the end he freaking dies. He gets magical powers, and at the end he freaking dies. Now I saw another John Travolta movie. Found it very interesting. It was called Freaking Michael, and he plays an angel with wings, real big wings, mm-hmm. and yeah. And I think as a journalist is trying to take Michael across the country to write a story about, I, I can't remember what it, the whole plot was, but he is a drinking, he is a drinking, dancing, fighting, bar brawling angel, swearing, cursing, playing with himself. It is an absolutely hilarious film. Yeah. I also just saw a John Travolta movie called Look Who's Talking Too. Oh, yeah. 
Ren's bringing a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the two, most hilarious movie I've ever seen. Two freaking, it's two freaking babies can freaking talk. Um, and this is freaking, this is this is freaking Kirstie Alley before she freaking gained over freaking five hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's why they're freaking looking in that as well. And you get to see um her freaking reproductive freaking system. You get to see the freaking little sperms freaking doing their freaking thing as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and John part. Travolta died. And John Travolta dies at the end. It's absolutely freaking hilarious. And he blows his brains out. I believe. It's funny yeah. you mentioned that movie. Look who's talking to. Because I've actually always thought about. Phenomenon, Michael, look who's talking to. It's sort of a trilogy. And a it's, freaking spiritual freaking trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I really feel like it would make a great three part uh, theatrical viewing experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I believe he freaking blows his brains out at the end of all three of those films. Yeah. I don't it keeps know. coming back, yeah. yeah. That's the magic of the trilogy, though. Well, and yeah. if you play freaking Michael last, it's always going to have a happy ending because you know he's an angel. So it doesn't really matter what happens to him on Earth. He's going back to heaven. Yeah, but if you freaking play it in reverse, starting with freaking Michael, it's wildly freaking depressing. Yeah, yeah it is a it's great dark. fall from grace, if you uh-huh. will. So. Yeah. Last week, an Alabama man charged with feeding meth to an attack squirrel faces trial delays as new charges emerge, according to Fox News. Mickey Joel Polk was scheduled to appear in court following an arrest in 2019. The 39-year-old had been charged with possession of a wild animal, stolen property, and possession of a weapon by a felon. When deputies raided Polk's home in 2019, they found meth, ammunition, and body armor. Although Polk had was not home at the time of the raid authorities did find a squirrel inside the home and later released the animal limestone county deputies said they were told that park fed the animal meth but said there was no way safe way to test the animal the report said after a brief manhunt, Polk was arrested. He is being held at Lauderdale County Jail while they are processing additional charges of attempting to elude authorities, criminal mischief, and felon in possession of a web pistol. So, geez Louise, down to my knees. What this story failed to make mention of, and I can only report on what I've been reported to, but this is what worries me, is that what this story failed to make mention of is that basically in freaking... What is the county here? In Polk County. No, that's a man's name. In Alabama, Limestone County, Alabama, this man, there is a meth squirrel, attack squirrel, on the loose. And is it possible to do some reverse journalism and look at the record books of Woodland Attacks? In the past two years, three years going on in this county in Alabama, because I would bet my life and my pride on Woodland attacks doubling, tripling, quadrupling in numbers with this thing out on the prowl, if you know what I mean. So you think that the squirrel is quadrupling the number of violent crimes in Lauderdale County. Well, here's and 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 you can bring in and you can bring interrupt me if I'm bringing wrong, but but please do not bring interrupt me. Um I believe what you're suggesting is that so there's a meth squirrel uh, in the freaking woods. I'm I think what you what you're saying is that it's going to freaking quadruple because the meth squirrel is going to freaking bite another freaking squirrel 
who's then going to have the freaking meth inside of its brain, who's then going to bite another freaking squirrel, and all of a sudden you got you got a freaking woods full of freaking zombie freaking woodland critters. Yeah, and not to make matters worse, but I think that when they have this disease in their brain, they also tend to steal and hoard things. So you might not get bitten, but you just might notice one day, oh my god, my jewelry is missing. The door is locked. There's nobody came inside. My freaking doorbell camera didn't show anybody come in. Oh, there's a small hole chewed into the corner of the door frame. And Jesus yeah. Louise, down on my knees, these meth critters are stealing jewelry, uh, car keys, credit cards, running scams on phones. It doesn't really matter, but I just... They're multiplying at an insane rate. They're running all over the woodland area. And this is not good for Alabama. This is the last thing they need right now. I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah, we're not on the same page with this. I thought you were talking about little freaking zombie freaking squirrels. I didn't know you were thinking about little freaking meth addict freaking squirrels running around stealing people's jewelry to freaking buy more freaking... How are they going to get freaking more meth? How are they going to... Who's going to... They're going to be a freaking meth dealer who's selling... Selling to freaking squirrel, to freaking woodland critters. Well, I mean, clearly this meth dealer was selling it to that squirrel. Um, yeah, but they they put this guy behind bar. I believe yeah. I believe they said they're giving him the freaking electric charge, really. Yeah, but I mean, you got to imagine there's more of them in the woodland area. That's true. Well, well I would I would like to think that this probably opens the door up for a lot more squirrel meth dealers. Just like Breaking Freaking Bad, uh, you know, some some guy goes off the freaking market and suddenly Walter Freaking Squirrel gets to freaking sell as much freaking meth as he, as he yeah. can. If you're a good freaking businessman, you're going to freaking hear this freaking story and think, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm going to freaking be the one. I'm going to freaking be the one who's freaking starts selling to these freaking things. My turn, yeah. Wait a minute, yeah. are you saying that this guy wasn't selling meth, but he was selling squirrels addicted to meth? I don't believe that's... Because that could get him off. I think he would get off for that. He might get off uh, on a technicality. That's not illegal to sell the squirrels just because they're addicted to meth and they make them, uh, you know what I mean? Not really, Exa no. I'm sure that is illegal. An exotic animal? It's exotic. It's a meth addict, and it's a squirrel. I don't have the legal knowledge to... To say you're wrong, so I, I guess you're right. And no, I still don't. Yeah, I don't really. Um, it's one of those things, you know. What they, you know, they're gonna freaking call that, and it's in the right here in the freaking story. They're gonna call. They're gonna freaking call that freaking criminal freaking mischief, which yeah, is absolutely yeah. freaking complete freaking bullshit. And um, yeah, and honestly, yeah, yeah man, and I and I've freaking talked about this at, at freaking. What is it? What are they saying? Freaking, I've been talking about this at freaking nauseum. What is that? What the hell? Yeah, I'm getting nauseous. I'm getting nauseous. I'm getting freaking nauseous just freaking talking about this. Yeah, yeah. Nauseous. So, well, geez, Louise. Obviously, we've hit a dead end with this story, but hopefully, there will be more reporting on this in the forthcoming months. Honestly, any Uyghurs and Tweakers out in Alabama, please, please send me your records and let me know if anything's gone missing. You know, yeah. Car keys, wallet, Playboys—it don't matter. Anything that of value, old, very yeah. old Playboys with them. For what sure. Are you, what are you gonna do with that information, though? Well, you, that's what you do. That's how you get. You gather information, and you and you put it on charts in front of you. You make large yeah. charts, and you and you and tallies. 
Yeah, we, we, we've tried to do this a couple of times where we freaking um, um, brought, brought it and put it to freaking weirds and triggers just to sort of update us on freaking information. And we freaking compile all this freaking data to it into a freaking chart. But the problem is that we've never freaking, we don't freaking label anything in these freaking charts. And we go, and we forget it. And then all of a sudden we see, we go, wait, wait, what the hell, what the hell was this? What the freaking heck is this? And I got, I've got freaking, I have no idea. I got a freaking notebook upon notebook of these just, just freaking figures and stats. I have no freaking, these are just absolutely freaking useless. Well, and you burned a lot of them too. That's true. After having some of them, I, I go. I, you know, sometimes you take a look at somebody and go, I don't know if I freaking trust this freaking information anymore. You, you have no freaking choice but to freaking send it ablaze. In the great purge, we called it. But geez, Louise, down on my knees. Obviously, we will check back. So, last week, Midland Public School Superintendent released a statement refuting the claim that, quote, furries were using the litter boxes in Midland schools' bathrooms, according to the Midland Daily News. Superintendent Michael Shero released a statement to community members regarding the rumor that students who identified as cats had been provided litter boxes in school bathrooms. Quote, there is no truth whatsoever to this false statement and accusation. There have never been litter boxes within MPS schools. It is such a source of disappointment that I felt the necessity to communicate this message to you, Shero stated. According to reports, the rumor began after a video clip uh, from a board of education meeting showed a community member make the claim. So, now we are dealing with this. Sandy the Sandman Vargas, please. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, here, the, here's a freaking thing. Um, back when I was living up in freaking, uh, freaking, uh, Canada, I lived with, uh, freaking, uh, John Doak and Pat Craig, uh, and, um, they had freaking about four or five freaking freaking cats. Um, and there were a few times when I would get home after freaking working, freaking drunk as a freaking Dickens after driving around delivering freaking pizzas all day. And I, and I would think, and their bathroom was right next to their freaking, uh, their freaking bedroom. And I would say, well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to freaking go in there and make a freaking big noise. Cause I was going to freaking, not only go freaking number two, but also freaking play with myself. So uh, sometimes there was a few times where I'd freaking squat down to the litter box and leave myself into it and then bring and play with myself and do it as well um so i what was your question do i think this is a big deal i don't think it should be in freaking schools but um i don't think i wouldn't judge anyone for going to the bathroom when they need to go to the freaking bathroom yeah it's more of an extracurricular activity rather than a school day type thing but you know as a cat owner myself and Uyghurs and tweakers no i have a giant Maine Coon named a freaking donovan lives with me and geez, Louise down on my knees, love the darn thing. Love him to death. The only problem is he uses the litter box. He's a big cat. And sometimes when a big cat leaves a big log in the litter box, they bury it to get rid of the stents. And when you are changing the litter in the box, sometimes the box looks like a crawler donut. And it is confusing to look at this item. It looks like a crawler donut that has been dusted in a brown sugar coating, maybe a little bit of cinnamon. And you think to yourself, geez, Louise, down on my knees, should I, am I absolutely sure this isn't a crawler donut? And you know that there's only one choice that you, there's only one choice you have to be absolutely 100% certain that it is not that donut. Well, yeah, yeah, I, you know, I would counter that with just saying maybe best practice um, moving forward to just not eat anything out of a litter box. 
Yeah, I think I think there there there's one option if you want to know whether or not it is in fact a grill or donut or a well, unless you said a freaking log of freaking cavities. Um, but there's also the other option, which is you don't need to freaking know whether or not that's a freaking donut or a freaking log of cat freaking feces. Yeah, you can just it's in a it's in a litter box. It's not going to be a good freaking donut regardless, because um, yeah. it's swimming in freaking cat urine and other freaking logs of freaking cat feces. So if it is a donut. It is no longer a freaking. The donut will no longer be good. Well, yeah, I know. It, it just, it claws at the back of my mind. That's all I'm saying. Well, I have one. I have only one freaking question that's currently freaking clawing at the back of my mind. Have you, in fact, ever reached into the litter box and checked to see if it was in fact a freaking girl or donut? I and came close, too close for comfort. That's for sure. So, yeah, yeah. 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 Even uh, thinking about it was a little too close for freaking comfort. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. Last week, researchers named a newly discovered parasitic worm after actor Jeff Daniels, according to Variety. The worm, a hermaphroditic parasite that attacks tarantulas, was discovered by scientists at the University of California. In honor of the 66-year-old actor's role in the 1990 horror comedy film Arachnophobia, researchers bequeathed the new worm species with the name Tarantobelis Jeff Danielsy. Daniels told reporters, quote, honestly, I was honored by their homage to me and arachnophobia. Made me smile. And, of course, in Hollywood, you haven't really made it until you've been recognized by those in the field of parasitology. So. I mean, the guy can't make a new movie or something. He's got to do this. This is a, a great same on this acting career of this man. This man who was once so prominent, featured in many movies. I can remember him when he played Jeez Louise Down on My Knees. I, he was in... He was, he was the president in West Wing, and he was the... He's the president in freaking um, uh, Independence Day, I believe. Um, yeah, that's right. And and he was in Apocalypse Now as yeah. the, the soldier when he was a young man, and, and his son went mm-hmm. on to have a storied career, and now... Jeff Daniels. I believe he, I believe he was the father in freaking Casper as well. Yeah, I do recall that as well. What, Teddy? You know what is what? Well, I think I think Sandy, you're specifically thinking of Bill Pullman and Taylor. I think you're thinking of Martin Sheen. You gotta be kidding are you, me! What are you freaking talking about? What the heck are you freaking talking about? Hey, you both are talking about two completely different actors, and neither one of them is Jeff Daniels. Hmm. I never did see arachnophobia. That I can tell yeah. you for sure. No, I didn't either. Yeah, neither did I. I thought John freaking Fat Goodman was in it, and so I was tempted to go see it because I do love him. Yeah. Yeah, God rest his freaking soul. Yeah. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Last week, scientists in China revealed they have developed a, quote, artificial moon to test gravity, according to Live Science. This is a good one. This is a very good one. Scientists were inspired to build the research facility, which uses magnets to simulate low gravity by a levitating frog. According to researchers, the facility will make, quote, gravity disappear using powerful magnetic fields inside a two-foot diameter vacuum chamber. Researchers plan to use the artificial moon to test technology in prolonged low-gravity environments before it is sent to the moon. So, gravity disappear. I thought gravity was invisible. 
Didn't think you could see it. It already disappeared. Disappeared long before you or I, Sandy Vargas, Tadia Risher. What do they mean by making it disappear? Not like visually disappear, but like, you know, physically disappear. Can you imagine, Sandy, seeing gravity? Everywhere you look, there's gravity. It would be everywhere. You wouldn't be able to see anything else. Let's say gravity was as black as the night or the heavens above. And then we would just be, we wouldn't be seeing anything. Just shadows everywhere of things that weren't gravity. And gravity would be in the backdrop of everything. And you say, oh, is that, Sandy, is that you? There's too much gravity in here. I can't see you. Got to go to this artificial moon, make it disappear. Who the who the who the f- is Jeff Daniels? I th- I think he's the guy from Jeez Louise. I'm not sure. I think he. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm, look at this freaking. You posed a freaking great question about freaking gravity. Um, and if it was freaking dark as night, all we would see was the freaking shadows of things that were not freaking gravity. That's a very good freaking point. Um, but Jeez Louise, I can't freaking wrap my mind around it because I can't freaking figure out who the hell freaking. Who am I freaking? Because I'm very usually very freaking good with freaking faces and freaking actors. Um, who the heck is freaking Jeff freaking Daniels? He's the uh, the main character in uh, that that HBO show Newsroom. Didn't see it. No. Oh. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. That's Jim. That, no, you're freaking wrong there. That's freaking Jim. Freaking Gary. Freaking Rubberface himself. You know, yeah. Also known from the freaking great freaking 1994 freaking freaking comedy film The Freaking Mask, um, which is starring freaking Eric Stoltz as the ugliest freaking man in the freaking world. And he, I believe it. I believe he has a freaking blind freaking girlfriend. He's the only person who can who I have freaking sex with him because she has no idea how freaking absolutely freaking ugly he is. And she's always trying it. to touch his face before she kisses yeah, he him. Says, and no, he's no, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, she says. She says. Uh, yeah, and I believe at the end, of, if I'm freaking remembering correctly, I believe he freaking blows his freaking brains out. Yeah. Yeah. And Cher's in it. That was the bright shining star in that one, actually, to be honest with you. Yeah. Cher was quite a good actress. And I'm not sure why we don't see her in more movies because I she was in a movie called The Mermaids. Absolutely freaking hilarious. She was in a movie called A Freaking with called Moonstruck with a guy with a claw played by freaking what's his name? That's freaking uh, Nicholas freaking Cage, and that and that one has one of the freaking the one of the freaking greatest actors of all time, freaking the late great freaking Danny Fat Aiello, uh, who's a big a freaking big freaking chubby freaking paisan, um, who's absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah, he is hilarious in that movie. I love that he movie. Play, he plays the freaking he plays the freaking hilarious freaking pizza trap owner, and one of my freaking favorites, freaking do the right thing. Um, which is a movie that freaking I tell you what I like it, but I think it went way over my freaking head because I because I kept saying why this is a freaking fine freaking pizza place. Yeah, why aren't they making more pizzas? Honestly, where uh, I mean, clearly, shouldn't there be a delivery coming up soon? They're just sitting around freaking having conversation. They should be making pizza. I came to watch One. a movie about pizza. Yeah, I was. Yeah, when I put that on, I said, "Oh, this is great. This is gonna be like freaking Mystic Pizza, but with men. This is gonna be a freaking hilarious freaking film." And then it turned out to be freaking something else. And if it was such a freaking hot day, why is anybody freaking eating pizza? Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Daniels is also in Dumber and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber. Oh. Oh, he's the freaking ugly. He's the freaking. He's um, the older one. Yeah. yeah. He's a, I believe he freaking, he, he's a, he's the guy who they, who they poison and he freaking gets, and they squirt freaking mustard and ketchup in his face or something. Yeah. And then he kills himself at the end. Are we, t- what about Platoon? Is he in Platoon? Main character in Platoon? No, that's, that's, uh, Charlie Sheen. His son. 
Yeah, the well, Martin Sheen's son, not Jeff Daniels. Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know. Yeah, I guess we're just let's just freaking get, let's just freaking forget it. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We have had a great, hilarious freaking show. We have one final segment to get to now. Jeez, Louise, down in my knees. We shall present that now. For years, we at our week in review have provided a great service to weakers, tweakers, and mayo tarts too. But it seems we may have strayed from the path of letting those who deserve it feel our wrath. For there are a great many people who should be fearful of Sandy and Taylor when they give you an earful. So we are here to present you a little bit of our past in our week's guide to putting people on blast. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, and I was having his discussion with Sandy, and I'll give you a little backstory here. We were talking about how, in the years past, this show, a good great deal, maybe probably 75% of the show, was just us putting people on blast. Yeah. And that is something we have strayed from. Now, in years past, we would do entire segments, entire shows even. We would sometimes devote weeks, months, years to just straight putting people on blast people around us celebrities doesn't matter people we know in our lives people that we work for here at WAYO LGBTQ yeah. Rochester yeah. freaking Dawson did, did we put on month. blast quite a bit mm-hmm. sometimes we put Doug Jordan on blast and we would have no he'd be sitting right here with us we'd put him on blast right on the air yeah we haven't done that freaking in a while but we should freaking definitely do that again and we just need to get back to our roots because Sandy as you can maybe you can enlighten listeners as to why putting people on blast was such an integral part to our show in the early days of our week in review absolutely um it's i mean the, putting people on freaking blast is about freaking community uh it's about freaking spreading freaking awareness it's about freaking it's about getting the freaking message out and 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 more than anything, it's just about the freaking good, the good old-fashioned freaking fun of freaking having the, the freaking thrill of freaking putting somebody on freaking blast. Because you get somebody when somebody when you get somebody in your freaking sights, and you and you can freaking and you and 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 you just and um, well, I think what I'm trying to say is that you can just well, you can just absolutely freaking put them on freaking blast. I mean, essentially, you get them in your sights and you give them a full freaking spritz, if you know what I freaking mean. In, in the words yeah, of Sandy Vargas, it's yeah, about yeah. accountability, Tadia Risher. That is why it is so important Because you're holding those in your community accountable Whether it be the mayor or the former mayor The one who ate a turkey in front of a bunch of school children Or if it be a radio host you dislike Or your boss Or the, geez louise, the bus drivers for the RTS bus system These are people that need to be held accountable And there is only one way to do it And I'm sure Sandy Farkas, Tadia Risher, no Gotta put him on freaking blast. Put him on freaking blast. Yeah, put him on blast. Yeah. And that is why it is so important to put people on blast. And it's something that we used to do all the time and that we have strayed from. Yeah, I'm, well, I feel, and I feel, and I feel, I feel very freaking similarly. Um, and I'm glad you freaking, I'm glad you actually freaking mentioned that because, um, back, geez, it seemed like just back in the freaking day, um, when it used to, I mean, it, used, it was a point of freaking pride for the freaking show. We said, yes, we freaking do news. Yes, we freaking do freaking discussions. Uh, yes, we freaking recap our week. But uh, another thing that we freaking did, and we used to devote quite a bit of freaking time to this, was actually putting, putting people on freaking blast. Um, 
and 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 it was something and it, and it's and we do a lot of freaking good on this show but one of the things that sort of fell by the wayside was yeah you know, if you can guess it freaking putting on people well geez always freaking putting people on freaking blast and um and that's something that we want to freaking rectify and we want to freaking change going forward we want to get back to doing what we used to do we want to get back to freaking putting people on blast and it can be freaking anybody it can be freaking geez always it can be the freaking bus driver uh it can be freaking somebody it can be a freaking it can be someone a different freaking radio show host on a freaking on the same freaking network or geez always it can be a freaking local freaking restaurant tour and freaking landlord but you are you are getting freaking put on freaking blast when you freaking and people are freaking tuning in yeah that's the thing and we've offered some great segments and i think that our segments have only improved we have done some great ones on how to negotiate how to ask for a raise maybe how to find uh, fill out a coloring book we've done all sorts of these and great segments that like have how, been, how to how to freaking pass a freaking civil service exam? Uh, how what what types of freaking chips are freaking best? One of these ways. How well freaking uh, steps to proper freaking etiquette was one we actually did quite freaking recently. Well, how to freaking how to freaking handle a freaking hostage freaking situation? Um, those are just to freaking name a few. But I think yeah. what Taylor, I believe what you're trying to freaking get at is that another one of those freaking segments that we used to do was was, was all about freaking putting people on freaking blast. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember specifically when I was interviewing to become an intern on this show, and I I sat down with Taylor, and he told me about you know how uh, on this show you did a lot of news and you did a lot of discussions and you did segments like um, you know how to file your taxes properly and stuff like that. But an integral part of it was putting people on blast, and that was you know. And I said, well, what the heck is that? And he said, you know, it's it's key. It's it's basically about community and putting your community you know the, the, the on notice and basically you know whether it be i don't know the uh, the bus driver or the you know the bus system or the mayor or your freaking boss or you know another radio host for sure um, and that it was an integral part of the show but i i feel like you know and it started out like that great but i feel like since then it's it's gone by the wayside a little bit and maybe it was COVID, you know, who knows? That, uh, COVID affected a lot of things. I know yeah. COVID had really gotten to my brain, and I know more than almost, probably I've been most affected by it. And secondly, Tadia, who is in a bubble right now, fighting for yeah. his life. And but and I didn't like, thank God I didn't get it, but geez Louise down on my knees. Prior to COVID and maybe a little bit before, we were putting people on blast every week. And we and this is the thing, the brass, the stays in brass were like enough is enough. You yeah. guys have put everybody on blast. You put our sponsors on blast. You have put Geez Louise, our affiliates on blast. You have put uh, the other shows on blast. The show that comes right on after you call the freaking what is it called, Sandy Vargas? I'm trying to freaking think. Sound, sound freaking tomorrow. So, we used to freaking we, geez, we, we used to put them on blast freaking once a freaking week. A little bit. We used to spend freaking five minutes once a freaking week putting those freaking guys on freaking blast. And they're the show that we lead right into them, and we would yeah, put them we, on blast right before they go on. And we'd see them in studio. We just yeah, in the studio. They would we would be we would be sometimes right in the middle of freaking putting them on blast right as the show is freaking wrapping up. And they would walk in, and we would hold up our fingers, say one freaking second, we're freaking hold on, we're, we're putting you on blast for just one minute. Um, and and um, and that and that felt freaking good. It felt like we were doing something freaking good and important. And it was about freaking community and most freaking important freaking account of freaking ability. Yeah, and that is something that we as a show are striving to do. So yeah, because it fell by it fell by the wayside a little bit. Yeah, for a it did. While. It did. We really had it in focus for a while, but it 
it lost itself in the ether, as they say, in the ether of what makes this a great show, it fell by the wayside. And we are here to rectify that. And that is what this segment, that this putting people on blast, guide to putting people on blast, is really all about. It's about... It's about holding that value, that early value that we came up with when we decided the concept for this show, Our Week in Review, holding that to the standard that we had set. Yeah. So, All right. So I think that's just an important thing. Yeah, Weakers, and- tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot for you. Stay safe out there and we'll see you freaking next week. I'm sorry, Sandy. What were you going to say? Um, no, no. I was just, just going to freaking speak on behalf of, of the importance of putting people on blast. I mean, because I... Um, I mean, in, in, in a sense, it was, it was, I mean, cause when we freaking first started the freaking show, we said to each other, we said, okay, what, what's, what's important for us to put on the freaking radio? Uh, and I believe the first one we said, we said, freaking news. And, um, we said, okay, what else? And number two was freaking discussing. Discussing has to been that can sort of tie in with the freaking news. Um, we said, well, okay, what else should we do? We should maybe freaking start off by recapping our freaking week. Um, Jesus, we just freaking name that freaking show. Um, and then, and then I said, all right, what else, what else is important? And I believe you and I both said it at the same time. We said, Putting put people on freaking blast, and then and we freaking followed through with that for quite some freaking time before it. Well, unfortunately, freaking fell by the wayside a little bit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And you know what? I think it was uh, Doug Jordan's segments with his chips that did it. I really think that was the nail in the coffin. Obviously. Yeah, because then it sort of became like, well, who are we to put anybody on freaking blast when we're putting this guy on the freaking radio? Yeah, eating chips in the studio, getting us banned. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. I gotta say, it does feel good to get back to our roots, putting people on blast. Yeah, uh, yeah, you freaking yeah. Geez, Louise. God bless him. I'm getting freaking sick over here. of our week studios W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester